Okay, we are back after... A long hiatus. A long hiatus. I think people thought we've been somewhat active when I came back from America, which was, as you were just saying, three weeks ago. But truth be told, we recorded them (laughs) at least two weeks before that. (laughs) So this is about five weeks since we've actually recorded something. Well, recorded something that perhaps we will post to the public. We, We... we did attempt to record a podcast two weeks ago, two weeks ago but it just turned into a real bitching set. <laughs> it was potentially the most honest podcast that's ever been recorded. Yeah. It was Michael and I uh, being honest and insulting each other, but more than that, uh, insulting our friends. Yeah, it was real gloves off sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just a gripe session. I think... We were sort of it was we were a bit rusty. We literally dusted off the cobwebs from yeah. the mics, and we were a bit unsure about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we thought, there were cobwebs. Yeah, <laughs> and we just thought, "Fuck this! Let's add, let's just go for it. Yeah. We're not we're not posting this. Pretty liberating, but I mean, got us nowhere as far as the podcast goes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were just talking about. Well, in fact, I think a few, perhaps a week or two ago, we were talking about taking this a bit more seriously as far as bringing oh, segments segments Segment. in. Mm-hmm. I I had my little my little nature tidbits for a while yeah. and that was fun mm. for a bit <laughs> and but then i think we got well, i mean like the whole idea of investigating stuff like we yeah. touch it we touch on a lot of things that could be nice to explore but then that's it they're, they're, that's it it's so funny because it just kind of sums up like well your attitude but my mostly my attitude yeah we like, should do it no yeah we're, no it's just like yeah we like we what do you mean we did it like we did the tidbits we did that for like three weeks it's done like we always just get into into things for very very short spells of time yeah we have short ascension spans well we're well, not true we're, we're leonardo da vinci's of sorts i think we see we're renaissance men it's not so much we get sick of the old idea we, we just get obsessed with the new idea yeah we're, we're, move on. we're romantics for ideas we really we are. Ideas. We love ideas. But why? Like, I mean, swim with the current in this regard. We don't need to beat ourselves up over that. In the old me, no. we'd be like, I can't stick to anything. And I'm like, yeah, it's just the way I am. I just do lots of things for three weeks. and I love it. Yeah. It keeps my life interesting. Fair enough. Let's just do the segment is the rotating. Just no one knows what you're going to get. Yeah. You never like, know I mean, who's going to walk through that door. <laughs> one week it'll be investigative journalism. And then, you know, before we start getting good at that. Or even not like before, like while we're still terrible at it, we'll say, "All right, we've done this. Let's move on to the next thing." Yeah, but um, did you have a story that you wanted to break here? No, nothing of sorts. But we, I did talk about, I think, an episode. No, I don't know, episode five or some shit. Yeah, we talked about, you know, wouldn't it be cool to to nut out how serious those wine, um, point marks are? So I don't know if many people listening like are aware of this website like Vino Mofo or even Dan Murphy's um you know we'll, we'll chuck like oh this is a 97 rated wine or like a 93 or an 89 and like they, they flog it and like I'm on the mailing list for for one like Vino Mofo and they yeah. always like, like every day an email but like oh 92 rated for this much it's a bargain and I was just thinking like how legit are these um is this marking system you know what I mean and then we talked about it it'd be interesting if we actually like normalize it because they call it yeah. a 100 point system, but I've never seen anything like pretty much below an 85, like ever. So you just want to see, you just want to see this bell curve. You just want to I see, want to see this bell se- curve. Probably, let's be honest, centered on about 93, and then there's the steepest, the steepest little hill. Because I don't think that's a. You want to see anything above 97? You want to see anything below? Like he said, 85. I don't even think you'd see anything below 90. Yeah, <clears throat> the other thing is anyway. So I, I did try to look into it a little bit. It's a very like 
not to knock him, but it's a very achievable goal. Like, you literally just walk the aisles of Dan Murphy's and make a note of everything that you see, come home, that's a representative sample, that's and then the thing. plot it. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's the thing. So, at first, I was like, I want to get everything that's been marked by whatever this right. board is and actually yeah. get, like, legit, to understand, you know, how, yeah. you know, how legit it is. That just proved way too hard. Yeah. Like, I went on this, for starters, I went onto the website where this point system comes from and everyone's, you know, like, couple of comments oh it's great it's the best this guy's a genius then i had a look at the scaling like this the um the rating system and the scale they use so it's like you know 90 to 95 really good you know 95 to 100 the best and then you know (laughs) blah 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 and then it gets the point of like anything below 75 undrinkable oh no 75 to 50 undrinkable there's nothing below 50 like they don't even have that on their scale so i'm like well this straight away this isn't a hundred point system this is a 50 you do 100 but then truthfully like undrinkable that's a strong word to use how many what, wines? Would, what would water score if i submitted water and said this is my humble brew i've worked on this like what would they give it they can't, can't give it anything less than a 70 because it is it's quite literally it's the, most drinkable. the most drinkable of all so i mean like, let's say water that would have been heavily, heavily bittered and made disgusting with chlorine. But still, you need that to... You can still drink that. It can still keep you alive. But some people like myself probably wouldn't drink it. But it's, it's undrinkable. But if you need to drink it, you can. On a desert island, it yeah. is drinkable. That's the thing, though. I think it always comes down to whoever's marking these things, their idea of drinkable. Mm. But even then, I, I agree with you. It's a flawed system. So I tried to... 75 undrinkable. 75 <laughs> below undrinkable. Or it was 73 perhaps, but yeah, like it's it ridiculous. puts in all the context, like, because when you're looking at the 90s, you're like, well, so the scale is essentially, it's essentially 80 to 100. Yeah. And even then... Anything below, like you're talking about bargain basement, like $1 wines or some shit that are probably two years being like resting for too long. Yeah, moonshine. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I wonder where moonshine would go. Like my grandpa <coughs> makes wine... <laughs> Where would that sit? Would that be? It's not yeah. undrinkable. We always. Have I've had many a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we always have things ferment. Oh, we didn't. We don't now. But we used to like when Dad was a little bit more in charge of the fridge. There'd be so many things just fermenting away. <laughs> Beautiful brew story? there. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, you opened up something in the fridge that your sister wouldn't oh, throw out. <laughs> yeah, my sister is horrible. She's a hoarder. Obsessed with like containers, like food containers, Tupperware containers. Yeah. She loves the idea of I'm going to school or work. I'm organised. I've got my meal in here. I'm not going to spend yeah. money. Great. But she doesn't, she doesn't really cook that much, does she? No, nah, she doesn't cook. She just takes whatever is cooked in the fridge, usually my food, and, and puts it in. So, um, anyway, she, so she, she put... Let's get, let's get really honest. This is a start. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so for example, she puts in a whole thing of olives into this Tupperware container. Mind you, it was like an aluminium one. It was actually quite rigid. An aluminium Tupperware container. It wasn't a Tupperware container. I, I use Tupperware as just any sort of container for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've got they've What's got called? the market by the balls. <laughs> What's the, what was the aluminium container? It was um, imagine a tin, right? Like a big SPC I mean, tins. Like again, another example of a thing where you just use the you use exactly. the general term as the yeah. To mean an more aluminium like. can, right? With <laughs> an like al- a, aluminium cylinder with a half cone on top and a and a little screw lid thing. Not even. It's actually just straight up a, a cylinder. There's no cone. I don't know why I put that there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of a wine bottle. <laughs> you did the hands in like, you, like anyway, it's metal. Yeah. Um. So, you, so it actually can take quite a bit of 
like it can take a beating. I'll I'll correct you there. You shouldn't put uh, open. You shouldn't put metal in the fridge, especially with acidic things, because it'll oxidize. Because it's colder, it'll oxidize more easily. I can tell you everything. So like you don't open a can of tomatoes, put it in the fridge. So she has. Well, I mean, as well as the fermentation reaction she had going there, she probably had some sort of oxidation. I mean, electrons were flowing. Well, that's the thing. I reckon it accelerated the fermentation because <laughs> what, what, what eventually... <laughs> so what eventually happened, right? It's been sitting in the fridge for a while and then it was just in a room for ages and then dad just found it and he was like, oh, what the fuck is this? It's been sitting on the bench for like a week. Like, I think it's spare time. We just like, I don't know what this is. Let's open it up yeah. and opens it and... <laughs> like literally it was pressurized we're both that waveform on the, on the <laughs> podcast screen. and we're both like covered in this fine mist of like what is like what does that smell it smells like olive like it's fucking olive brine but it's, it's crazy yeah, it was essentially just fermented olives and you open up there's just mold and shit like that it's just going absolutely ballistic so your sister had essentially built a chemical weapon <laughs> yeah essentially it's exploded it's kind of like a, like a, a harsher version of the you know the the peanut can the yeah can peanuts and the snakes spring out <laughs> exactly it's like that. more aggressive and it lingers for a little <laughs> bit longer and we're like this is fucked this is why we, we should have like pressure valves now i think on all my sister's tupperware or like containers of sorts so this doesn't happen again i actually at school my friend um <clears throat> had this friend and he had like an orange juice half drunk yeah. in his locker weekend was one of those was that period of time when we had like five days of 40 degrees in a row yeah left it in his thing for wait what was it what was the substance uh orange juice oh, yeah. half orange juice the rest was there tightly screwed up because he was a bit of an oaf like he really was a strong man <laughs> like, imagine an ogre like he didn't know his own strength we really yeah we have we have uh, friends friendly like giant that. we have friends like that yeah mounty with all due respect yeah this like, isn't about Mounty. because he has uh like and he's got like really big like he's big got like hand. paws and yeah. like really fat fingers exactly like, how do you do any, like it seems like your hands are just built for yeah like building really big things and that's what he does uh, he, well, does he, he, he now? builds big no i'm not sure what he does it's one of those ones where it's just like but you sort of feel like yeah his idea of like a fine tuning instrument like the only thing he's got is a hammer (laughs) (laughs) the finest finest instrument he has is like a really big chisel really big file and even then he had to get a bigger grip on it (laughs) like clenches it like that like, (laughs) like a kid holding a pencil that's really so, funny. And you just like step into his room, everything's oversized and it's like really harsh. You'd, ha- you'd have a you'd have a telephone with the numbers the size of fifty cent pieces. <laughs> actually, yeah. Well, actually, or you'd have a pencil that he has to use to, to dial. I wanna see guys like this just How like play he? the violin or he something. He has an iPhone. How does he manage? <laughs> yeah, play the violin. Where are we going with this? How does he use an iPhone? That's oh yeah, like. this guy. So essentially he left it have in Have you seen that thing of Andre the Giant holding a beer can? No. Uh, I can imagine it's Google funny, images that it's the best. It looks like a little. It looks like a bean in his hand. <laughs> anyway, so we had the orange juice. Orange juice, and then it ex- it just exploded. Like so, obviously the heat, the orange juice just fermented like a motherfucker. His locker, and the whole thing exploded like <laughs> hardcore, like everywhere. Yeah, that always happens. And um, like, at least one kid yeah, a year. Opens up, but I actually funny thing like uh, kids in my house. So everything was organized in house, not year level. Yeah, same, same, same. Um. Like two or three kids around me, around my locker, like were not at school very present. Yeah. So, so one, of, one of them school. had like a, a medical condition where he was in hospital for like, you know, six months of the year and then he studied at home and stuff. And that sounds pretty good. <laughs> and I was sort of like, I was like, yeah, why are you like, with due respect, like, why are you here? <laughs> no, it was, like, it was in like, it's ever. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like, what do you get from coming to school for such a short period of time? that you wouldn't get from just perhaps like some really good, I'm sure he has really good tutors as well. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big expense for, 
for the fan. But you know, we've spoken about homeschooling before. We... It's the only way. <laughs> well, Thomas Edison was Thomas Edison was self taught. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everyone was homeschooled until like a hundred years ago, right? <laughs> no, they had people there that were, I'm sure, had schools for the establishment. Yeah. Anyway, what was it? Oh, I, I had like a locker mon- monopoly. Yeah, I, had f- yeah. I owned four lockers. Yeah. And then I like I literally just sold him one. Who? I was in your ten or oh, something. Thirty bucks. I was like, yeah, you can oh, use my locker. <laughs> it was so I had four of them. It was the best. Yeah, fair enough. But um. How good is that for? Can I? I just want to say this. How good is this for just like teaching kids science? Because I mean, you've got four lessons right there, like in in a, something that's exploded in the fridge. You've got potentially oxi- oxidation, like maybe the can started to rust or something, mm. and like you can talk about temperature dependency for reactions. You've got like a little biology lesson there about um, like molds growing. You've mm. got a chemistry lesson about fermentation. You got physics about things exploding. Incredible, honestly. Yeah. What more do kids need? Nothing other than a mouldy can of uh, olives. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so back to um, this wine thing. Yeah, I tried to get like because I went on to Vino Mofo and Dan Murphy's first, right? To see, like, oh, they'll have a list of everything. Yeah, but uh, as as expected, they only advertise the points for a wine that are pretty yeah. much above eighty five. Like anything yeah. below is not a flex. Like why would you advertise it? Yeah, you, it's you use other points like to be like, oh, it's from the Kunawara region and it's yeah. a great year for it and stuff. Well, it's a great year. <laughs> what a score, <laughs> mate. But um so then I was like, okay, the data here, like, you just know straight away it's gonna be skewed as fuck. Oh, yeah. So I thought I'd go to the point system and stuff, but then man, it's Roblox City, like they're like, oh yeah, for for two hundred dollars you can have the, the twenty sixteen list of everything. But they don't even really specify if they have the ratings in there. They might have like notes, tasting notes for everything, mm. all the raw notes. Yeah, it was just pretty vague. So I left it. Yeah, it's a deliberately vague world, the wine tasting one. That's the one where Definitely. sometimes when, when we're like in field of expertise, we feel like the emperor is wearing no clothes. That's definitely an example of it. Like you hear like those, uh, it's kind of like more like folk science or where you like hear, oh, like we had a team of experts. And we had descriptions of particular wines that other experts had written. And then we see, we saw whether they could match up the wines to the, like, uh, notes, the wines oh, to the yeah. explanations. And, like, people just, like, they just couldn't do it. They didn't score, like, much better than random. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like, again, this is a job that you can do. If you're, just a, if you're a good writer and you can talk bullshit, you could just be like, yeah, I'm the biggest wine expert in the world. Mm. I just say, say what needs to be said and what people want to hear about wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I really... It's about it, really. On, on one hand, like, you and I, more so you, I'm going to be honest, I'm, we're all about the candor. We have a very snobby aspect to our character sometimes, to your character sometimes, <laughs> where it'll be like, oh, no, like, I can't, I can't get, like, this supermarket branded stuff. I'm just like, honestly, I'm not entirely sure you can taste it different. Oh, I'm like, I reckon I'm, I'm all for the cheaper option. Mm-hmm. I pride myself on making, like, the cheapest possible possible option tastes the best but yeah, one yeah. thing i will i will admit is toothpaste <laughs> i love my 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 toothpaste my oh, italian so. made do we, three or four times more expensive than the usual one did we actually talk about this in a released episode or did yeah, we, we did. About it in unreleased i think we touched on it i'm sick of hearing about this fucking mandarin and aloe vera toothpaste it's a fucking good toothpaste <laughs> i'll use it one time and i'll let you know yeah good if i can what's the tube cost 15 bucks <laughs> but if you spend enough money at the store he'll give it for free oh man that's funny as 
So I was reading up on Thomas Edison the other day because I was, um, yeah. how did I get there? So, you know, the Voyager, um, not drone probe, but they launched in what, the 70s or some shit. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just about to sneeze. Look at the light and then obviously turn away from the mic. <coughs> Come on now. Look at that waveform. Yeah. And I turned away as well. Imagine if I just, <laughs> I just it took the, the full brunt. <laughs> um, yeah, I was reading about the Voyager uh, thing and how they've got that golden record. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, what do they put on that again? I was quite skeptical of it and stuff because I was with the mate. Weren't we, talk- we, we were talking about that when we were watching Space Odyssey. Yeah, I think we were. Yeah. And I was, I was like, honestly, the stuff they sent out there, how useful is it? <laughs> like, like, what are you, who are you what expecting you to find that's going to be like, ah, oh, yes, of course, like the uh, using a scale of time with hydrogen atoms, the best. <laughs> <laughs> like that means everything mean? to me. It's, yeah, so that obviously they didn't put seconds and minutes. Yeah, I know. Have you got a better fucking idea? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you arrogant piece of shit. <laughs> it is not arrogance. They are arrogant yeah, for thinking they're going to find someone that's going to fucking understand this technology. What's your idea then, champ? <laughs> well, for starters, I wouldn't call it the Voyager. I'd call it the Hansel and Gretel probe. Just leaves a crumb trail. <laughs> Just follow it to Earth. The most simple way to do it. That's yeah. So then, what about time, fuckhead? What are you gonna What are you gonna use? You said the hydrogen atom was dumb. You said everything that the best scientists thought about was dumb. What's your idea? Yeah, I haven't really thought about that yet. <laughs> so you don't want to tell so them how long it's going to take to get to Earth because it's going to be a real fucking disappointment, isn't it? You said it was dumb just because it hasn't left. It hasn't left a trail of debris that leads <laughs> directly to Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be physical debris, but some sort of trail. Maybe a big rope. Keep the rope industry yeah, intact as well. Now I feel this idea is just deliberately <laughs> shit and you're baiting me. But here's the thing that you shouldn't be proud of. I, I actually can't tell when your ideas are deliberately shit to elicit a, Perfect. an outrageous reaction from you. I feel like when, when I realise that sometimes, I'm like, yeah. oh, this person just thinks I'm dumb. <laughs> no, no, so that's when I go like, I've really got to step up yeah. the, the dumb. I've got to ignore yeah. all reasoning so they know that yeah. surely there is not a human on this planet that could be this thick. Yeah, we've spoken about that before. It's kind of, on one hand, it's like a cowardly cover story like if you do fuck up and you've been called out and it's apparent that you haven't put any <laughs> fucking thought into hydrogen atoms or timing systems at all yeah but then you can just kind of go no i was joking all along cow's way out oh actually one thing i did um oh uh, no okay it is a good system that they used <laughs> i understand now do you know why because on that record yeah. they had the hydrogen had a little diagram no, well, they did have diagrams, <clears throat> but they had, uh, so like the length of this song is this many hydrogen atoms. So like they had a scale. Mm. So even if you didn't understand the hydrogen atoms, yeah. you're like, oh, this is what this scale means. Well, it's a really interest, interesting. God damn it, I'm a fool. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were right. Yeah, it's such an interesting like intellectual challenge to break something down to its absolute axioms. Mm. Like it's very first principles, like I mean, that's what, that's what like science, it's like human, human endeavor is really mm. like, let's just break it down to the absolute essentials, the little ingredients that you need to build everything else. Yeah. I mean, so they've got like some really smart people that are working on this, obviously. Some of the smartest of the smart when it comes to astrophysics. No, no fucking dumb. Why don't they leave trail breadcrumbs? <laughs> Big giant rope. That'd be great. The aliens are just, it's like a, like a lane rope at the pool. The aliens are just pulling themselves along it. 
just come back to earth it'll be great the best. tell me it's not good <laughs> tell you if you were the, the, the lane rope just came <laughs> just pointing straight up uh, what are you gonna do it's so easy <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just grab it it should be pulled off yeah mm. what about just like a live feed and a big memory card oh yeah. shit <laughs> So just like, I'll just follow it back like a GoPro. Yeah, like, I mean, it yeah was, man. It was sent out in like sick. the fucking 70s. And maybe their rope technology wasn't up to it, man. I don't know. Yeah, Do you probably. If aliens, if aliens appeared and were like, um, you can come with us and, see, some... and see our world, but you can never come back to Earth, would you do it or not? No. Oh, you're a dog. Well, am I a dog? No, I, just, I was just wondering. Fair enough. Would you? <laughs> what have I got here? <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder, like, because surely, like, the ultimate scientist would be like, I have to know, like, the, the curiosity about, if they're like, we'll show you all, like, all our technologies and we'll teach you things about the universe. It's like, a selfish, it's a selfish thing, though. I, sure, I, I think a lot of scientists would surely be, I guess they'd still want the, perhaps the glory, but, like, the whole yeah. idea was, like, I want to learn for, so I can share. It's to further. And, like, not, yeah. I'll feel great because I'm sharing it, people will be better, but then also yeah. I'll get the glory because I'm a genius. So, I mean, with that, it's sort of like, well, I'm going there, but yeah. I'm going to be the dumb one, essentially. Like, they'll be sharing yeah, with me, and like, I guess I'll be learning. But is my passion for learning or is my passion for sharing and, and flexing on other people? <laughs> yeah, it is funny to, yeah, just kind of have, have a passion for the flex. I mean, you certainly do. I love the flex. <laughs> Where did you go? Where, where's the... When was the last time you wore a suit? Probably yesterday. yesterday. Where to? Where? Oh, wait, no, I didn't wear a suit. Wait, did I? Oh, I mean, I wore, like, trousers and a jacket. Yeah. Suit would have been Thursday or Wednesday or some shit. Yeah. What for? I like when you just... Because a bunch of times you just wear suits for no occasion. Yeah, that was for work. <clears throat> but, but, like, um, you'd go in... You'd go in... You went into uni, like, on an off day for something. Yeah. To see someone. <laughs> you were just wearing a suit. Yeah. Fucking why? <laughs> oh, it was a trousers and a jacket, like, a little bit less formal. Because I can. Do you have a, do you have a top button done off with a tie? No, no tie. We had a blazer. Yeah. How much was the blazer that you were wearing? Uh, what blazer? I don't, I don't yeah, know what blazer about. I was wearing. I don't know. I can't remember. How many blazers you got? Uh, I don't know. Maybe six. Yeah. Maybe six blazers. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I've only got one. Yeah. I've got I've got one in a suit jacket. Yeah. I don't know. But you know, you're not wearing much. Huh. If you had heat, the thing is like. Why do I? Why do I sometimes just wear like what some people would say is quite formal, almost like yeah. what now people say is cocktail. It's not really cocktail. Like this is real just loungewear, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny if like we'd just be, I can't, like, I can't think of an example, but like we'd just be literally just sitting in your lounge, like watching a movie or something, <laughs> and you're wearing like just really nice clothes, and it's like, who is this for? It's just for myself. Yeah, it it's is, just like it I you. have. You're the scientist with the aliens. It's yeah. just for you. <laughs> like, I have all these clothes. Yeah. Right. Why I, I wear them? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like the high, the greatest percentage of clothes in my wardrobe yeah. is essentially nice clothes. Not yeah. not because I want to wear always nice clothes, but like I work at a store mm. where like it is sort of like catering for like. It's not trackies and shit. They do have trackies. Yeah. I want them. <laughs> How expensive is the trackies? For the full suit, it's like fourteen hundred. <laughs> the full track suit, <laughs> but there are some tracksuit pants uh, on their own which I want, and they're just like six hundred. But that's just ludicrous. I wouldn't do it. Oh. Six hundred dollar tracksuit pants. I love it. What was the? You wore some nice. The merino stuff. wool ones though. 
Damn it. So it was so like fifty dollar tracksuit pants. Then I'm rainbow wool. I'll be polyester and fleece. Uh, I reckon you get wool trackies for under a hundred. Good wool trackies. Good wool trackies. Yeah, what a pair at a, like a at a school, like at a Bob Stewart or a Dobson's cost. They wouldn't have wool. They, they simply wouldn't be wool. Be wool. They would be, hundred percent. No, they won't. No. Nah. Well, I guess you you know you know more than me, but I'm always tempted to say, look, if you find a good pair of wool and tracksuit pants for, <laughs> just buy them. I'll buy them for you, mate. I'm for them. Can you give you like a? I thought here's a. Um, I forget what we're talking about. Fuck. Oh, hey, I think I was just go saying go like, yeah, because I work at this store, like that's my exposure all the time, and like yeah. I, if I see something I like there and stuff, like I'll get, I'll buy that. I don't do much shopping outside of Henry Bucks purely because like, well, why, I don't really necessarily want to like. I spend so much time in the store. Yeah, yeah. Everything I want is here. Yeah. And I, I don't actually have, like, I'm working and I can shop at the same time. It's, yeah. the, it's the best. And you never have to leave. It's like a guy at a casino. <laughs> it so is the same thing. I to get up from the table. I just keep bringing me drinks and food. And uh... Why would I leave? Yeah. I can live here. <laughs> as long as I have the money. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the main thing. Like, I have lots of those sort of clothes, so I just wear them. Okay. And the other thing is, like, if I work five days, four days a week, not three to four, well, <laughs> it's so variable. Every, listeners will know, like, like you, you, you couldn't quantify how often I work. Yeah, we'll, there'd be a, there'd be a, more than anything, there'd be a huge gap between the theoretical worked hours and yeah, the like empirical. Every single week I get given the Rossa and I have to fight tooth and nail <laughs> to get it down to as small as possible. Well, thanks for getting today off so that we could record because I was very rudely pushing for this day. No, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Because well, you were like, oh, I'm working Sunday to Monday, 9 till 6, so I can only do Saturday morning. And I said, I'm pretty confident that you're not going to end up working Sunday to Monday, 9 till 6. I did do the Sunday. 9 till 6? Yeah. And stay, I would, stay till no, close? No, Sunday's actually 11, till, 11 close? till 5, yeah. So it was 11 till 5. Yeah. So not 9 till 6. Yeah. We could have done Sunday morning. Or... Yeah, we could have. <laughs> I think I said we could do Sunday morning. Yeah, maybe. Possible. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I love clothes. They're the best. Because I wear... I'm honestly more comfortable almost wearing that sort of clothing. Mm. Like jacket, shirt, jeans or chinos. Like that sort of that sort of look because like I wear it most days of the week. Yeah. It, and I, I know I can just put it together and I don't have to worry about it. Whereas when it comes to casual, it's like, fuck, I haven't bought... Like now I'm like, I literally don't own many shorts. Mm. I simply don't because I never wear them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a shorts guy. Yeah. I love a pair of shorts. Yeah, they're great. I need some shorts. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think we could be like... I think you could be like a buyer, like for something. Yeah, I, mean? I think that'd be that's like that's an ultimate middleman job. It is a good middleman like job. You're, you're buying clothes for either like a, a store or an individual, mm. or like another similar job would be like rest, like in charge of like restaurant supply. Mm. So you're like getting all the ingredients that they use, because then you can like do that snobby thing where you're like insisting on getting the best, <laughs> and then on the other hand, like when you bring the stuff to the chefs. You're just convincing them that it is, in fact, the best. Exactly. All I have to do is convince them it's the best. That's all that really matters. <laughs> convince everyone it's the best. Yeah. Scored 98. <laughs> yeah, it's a 98 <laughs> tin of tomatoes. 98 <laughs> cents, that is. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be a good job for us. Mm. Oh, back to this thing, though. I'm not sure how I got to it, but I was looking at Thomas Edison, right? Because yeah. he actually fucking... in. Oh, that's right. We're talking about how often are we going to get someone like... So my friend was like, like a Steve Jobs or whatever, like... Who yeah. really is like an innovator and like an inventor? Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, I don't really think he is like necessarily like and a pure inventor. You know what I mean? 
Josie. Yeah, like he grabbed technology and had, he had a good mind and he used that and developed it. Like he's yeah. a great developer. He's a great ideas man. He has great direction and stuff. He's a great marketer as well. Great marketer, yeah. But I don't really think he's necessarily a, a great inventor. Yeah, I don't really think of him as a tinkerer. I no, don't, he's I don't not. really know shit about him. Like yeah. Thomas Edison like created like film. He like created fucking the light bulb for God's sake. Like I we are talking like- about things that I feel like there's a case also to be made that Edison was not as good as people think. Edison's vastly overrated. In fact, I'll go as far to say he was, perhaps he was a hack. Didn't he steal a bunch of Nikola Tesla's ideas? He, he exploited did. Nikola Tesla. He did. He's, he exploited took, all his workers. He stole quite a lot of ideas. Credit. I mean, it's a ma- I was I was reading uh, like the Matthew effect, where it's just like yeah, people who have more get more. Like if you write like lots of uh, science articles or something, and you're like really well known and published, more people pay attention to you. It's just a positive feedback loop. Hundred percent. Yeah, and it occurs in like lots of lots of interesting things. Like with Edison, like towards the end, he was probably just getting credit for inventions that he didn't really have much to do with. Well, yeah, he, he, in the end, like he just had a big company. He just yeah. almost like bought ideas. Yeah. Out. So how is it like this is Edison? This is Edison. like Edison bought Nikola Tesla's ideas. I think he didn't pay pay him for them. He He's, did pay for some of them. Yeah, but one Tesla of them, worked one of him, for Edison for a while. One of them, he kind of like exploited him like an unpaid intern. And yeah, then he's like, "No, I wasn't going to pay you. You, you, mis- oh, you misunderstood." Right. That was on the big, on like a big dam using hydro, hydro yeah. energy. It was one of the first big generators. Oh, on the Hoover Dam? No, yeah. not Hoover. Um, fuck, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know. Anyway, on like a, a big hydroelectric project. It's a video. I got a little book on Tesla, but I haven't read it. I've been meaning to read it. Mm. I think it's a book by te- Tesla. It's, it's just like him writing his fucking ideas. Jeez, he's yeah. a pretty clever guy. Yeah, just and, and cr- just created like, the electric car. <laughs> we, we really love our guys that just like fucking like corks. I think Winston Churchill called them corkscrew thinkers. But mm. when I Google that, I can only find one result. So I'm not entirely sure where I first heard it. Like I, I don't find like I find oh, all the yeah. results, but I don't find that many. But it's like guys who are like smart, but also just come up with like real fucking out of left field zany solutions. Yeah, like when you were talking, you wanted to talk about how to um. Like I want to individually coat these rice grains for a dessert, and like I want it to be really clean, like not clumpy. Mm. Like because when you get it in a dessert, often it's like oh it's a little clump, mm. and then you're like oh I'll I'll use a shot tower to uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, the I'm, yeah, thing. I'm not entirely sure that it'd work for the rice grains because the they were like well you've got to handle the rice grains to drop them anyway. No, I see the idea was like you had imagine like a conveyor belt. <laughs> no, no, no conveyor belt. You've got like a ramp, a fountain, right? And it's it's shooting like chocolate, molten yeah. chocolate. It's it's like a, it's horizontally. Like a it's more like a waterfall. Yeah, it's a horizontal waterfall. Wait, right? how is it? Yeah, it's just going like this. It's like an arc. It can't obviously be horizontal. Yeah, but it, it can for a while. Yeah. As in, for all intents and purposes, with, with enough speed, it will appear. <laughs> yeah. So I'm using a very intense jet <laughs> engine. <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, that being said, it doesn't have to be a very big stream. Like, it's a grain of rice. I wonder how fast you can make a liquid move through the air before it like particulates before it becomes a mist you know what i mean because like i'm thinking if if you have a stream going fast enough then eventually the force it just becomes i guess there'd be some sort of uh i think it's the resistance of air that breaks it up yeah exactly, exactly. but i mean I but it'll be different for different liquids yeah because they have more holding them together more viscosity yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly i was gonna say like oh you could do that by having more move like wind or like pressure move with it as opposed to against it but then I was like, I guess that's just a pump. Yeah, exactly. Because so then it'd just be kind of enclosed. Like, because air's just a fluid. You know, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? just fluids all moving together. You suck the air out and, yeah. well, that's better than pushing it because you're just going to bring it along. See, I just reckon, like, we sh- like 
this is one of the things we're like, hey, let's just get up and do this exp- science experiment now. But it's just going to too much hassle. I just want to think about it. The thought experiments. Yeah, thinking's better. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, we can get the same result. Yeah. I guess it are, things are, things that exist in like a little, it'd be like an equilibrium between mm. mist and the liquid form anyway. It's not like it just immediately it goes from being like a, a stream in the air to being mist spray. Yeah. yeah. Like you think of a waterfall, you're getting a bit of everything. It'd almost be... <clears throat> Would it be exponential? Yeah. Well, so, for instance, you got like the stream of liquid coming. Mm. Some the top, like the areas, the surface area mist, right, touching yeah. the air parts way, right. That leaves more. No, would it leaves more surface area now open to become mist? Oh, honestly, I'm, I don't. And there's to... less there. Ah, oh, fuck it. It's only oh, worth almost it. always bored. Bored to think about it. Yeah, we're done. We figured it out. Anyway, Move so the idea the of, of coating rice. I mean. To, I hope people understand how shock towers work. I think that's an assumption that we made. You just drop little bits of lead. Like, there's just a little... There's, like, a little tank thing here. Yeah, we're going to go drips. further. So it just kind of drips. The idea, though, is just, like, why, why Why does it exist? Like, shot... So, for a shotgun, right? Yeah. You need little lead balls, right? Yeah, round and if you're there. firing something at such a speed through air, like, it needs to be perfectly round, right? Otherwise, it's going to just go different fucking directions, and that's no good. You want accuracy. Oh, you, you want them to be uniform. You want them to be Pellets. uniform, yeah. And it's like, oh, how do you do that? Like, how do you make it uniform without imperfections? It's like, well, you've got to cool it by air. So that's why they have the shot towers, like in Melbourne Central Station and stuff like I that. Think have to, I don't think you have to cool it by air. The air shapes it. It's it's liquid lead at the top, right? Y- yeah. And so as it falls, it forms into a sphere. You don't think, oh, you're right. What do you think they use it for? No, I thought it was... Honestly, because I was like, it's got to be a way of cooling it. Because I think if something was falling, right, it's through a two, air, it's a two birds, one stone. It's going to so turn it's, into it's, a raindrop sh- shape, though, not a sphere. No, raindrops are actually spherical. Are they? Yeah, don't be conned. Don't be conned by fucking big raindrops. <laughs> pull, pull the wool over your eyes. Really? Well, I mean, let's Google it right now. Honestly, do we want to Google it? Yeah, I, honestly. And honestly, like mostly sphere shaped. Again, and so I feel like rain would take the form of a. I agree, yeah. If, if 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 it's true and they are spherical, then I'll I'll eat my words. What shape? Should I Google this right now? What shape are raindrops when they fall? Yeah, well that's implied. Yeah, I mean, look, see as a as a smaller, as uh, Google images at all. I mean, that three millimeter millimeter raindrop would be no good as a as a as a bullet. Yeah, right, but that's when you just go for one millimetre. Yeah, because like the smaller, when when they're small. Look, I love how, I didn't even say that, how like when you literally just Google it, like it just tells you, Google just tells you, it's spherical. spherical. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, so there you go. So anyway, no, that's funny because you came up with an idea and you'd be like... Based on that. And we kind of like went entirely, well, oh yeah, you, I guess we only, you only needed it to just cool the chocolate down. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I thought... Because that's why I thought... Then I always... I mean, I assumed what, there was water at the bottom or some shit. Yeah. No, but then water would surely deform the shape. Uh, no, because I think it's pretty much set by the time it falls. Well, that's what I thought. Like, yeah, it's, it's sort it's of cooling cooled. cooling down and it's solid. And, and then, it has enough to be cooled then. Yeah. Ah, that's probably it. So it doesn't deform once it hits yeah. the water. And it's got a solid enough shape. Yeah. So I guess in a sense, I sort of had a rough idea of how it worked. You did. But as... Yeah. Yeah, long story short, you you look at a shot tower and you're like, well, they've got to drop it like a long way, a long way, and surely it's, it's <laughs> and I mean, cool it down. Or what's something, the yeah. difference in temp between hot chocolate and hot lead? 
<laughs> had a glass of hot lead a couple of weeks here. That was, uh, <laughs> that, but that's interesting. Like, what's a rate of cooling there? Nah, that one is exponential. That's not that interesting. Yeah. Or like, all right, yeah, fair enough. How long does a shot tower have to be? Yeah. I'll think about it later. <laughs> as big as you want. What's yeah. the minimum height? Yeah, hey? Exactly. Don't know. Honestly, it's all just maths. This is why, like we've said like a million times, I just wish I was better at maths. I want to do maths as a hobby because it's just so fat. Like that is the one where you're like, this is just axioms. I am, I am, I am the guy building things with the most basic things. Sure, but isn't that? I mean, surely you could just do it. I could just yeah because the ma- like maths. I got maths textbooks at home that I bought for just. Yeah, but I think the power of these maths lords is their ability to abstract it to such simple components. Yeah. Like, if you can do that, like, the maths, like, the actual maths ability. Honestly, we've got computers. Like, they'll essentially, if you can break it down to small enough parts yeah, of understanding, like, you could do it. You just build it up. Those ones, like, you I... could be a genius. You actually, you're actually <laughs> a corkscrew thinker. By the way, when you called me a corkscrew thinker, I was like, I'm honored. Yeah, it no, was such a compliment. It's definitely true. It's just, I was, yeah. What was the, we had some other zany, you've definitely had other zany solutions to problems. Like, eh, fuck, I just rolled this. I, just, I, I love I think it's just because I love hearing ideas I'm like that is just fucking ridiculous that's yeah. the best way like, it's yeah. not necessarily the easiest or best way yeah. to do it yeah, but it's exactly, the sort of thing you exactly. hear about it and I'm like like for example if I hear you know a piece of clothing is made in a ridiculous mm. manner like yeah. unnecessary like we yeah. have all these ways to do it but you did it by hand with the blindfold or something so <laughs> yes I will pay three times as much for that yeah. I need the story it's yeah. just like yeah if I had you know rice essentially that was cho- yeah. coated in chocolate that had been used like like dried in a shot towel <laughs> fuck my dog yeah. blown away we'll just by just the dedication to a ridiculous idea yeah we'll put we'll talk about the stories as well but like i mean like one part of it is just you almost think in a way that's kind of like not allowed or like not approved of yeah i like, just go there straight away <laughs> well yeah because it's like on one hand it's very inconvenient like i don't know we'll be like putting up a sale in your backyard and like any normal, most normal person, and this is like probably more correct, would be like, oh, we'll just kind of put it up like this and then people will mostly stand in the shade. And you'll be like, oh, what if we thread a rope through it here and we like tie it to this tree and like if we use like three sails and it's just like it just becomes a ridiculously like convoluted, unrealistic way to ever do anything. But it worked. Yeah, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I reckon the sail idea was like the most common sense sort of way. How was he going to yeah, set it up? Yeah, it wasn't the strongest example. Oh, but yeah, I mean, fair enough. If maybe, maybe I see what you maybe mean. Maybe in cooking and other things, we've thought of like there's like a simpler way to do it that yields like a result ninety percent the same. Yeah, no, we're going to do this real, <laughs> real convoluted way. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you're saying with the stories, I think most of the time people want to hear a story. Yeah, that's what people like. My grandpa, for example, <clears throat> he's a he loves to save the money. He yeah. doesn't like to spend the money. Oh God. Right, but well, he'll, he's a, I mean, the only way he will spend the money, right? He's a sucker for marketing, right? He thinks he's a sucker for a story, but really, it's just marketing. <laughs> like he will buy shit wine, just cheap wine, unless there's a story on it, and it doesn't matter, and it will still be shit. What sort of stories does he opt for? It, literally anything. If there's something that has paragraphs on the back of the label, yeah, he'll be like, "This is fantastic. <laughs> this is hilarious." You know, you always like you'll go over and he's like, "Try this wine." It's like, but before you try it. Read the back of the label and, it'll be and try not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, right. And you're reading, it's like, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, ha ha. Wait, is Great. he is he laughing? 
He loves it, but I'm like, it's. Is he wait? Is he is he laughing at the marketing or is he like? No, he's sucked in. He's genuinely entranced. He's enchanted by the story. Yeah, the spell has been cast on him. The marketing spell is cast on him. It's it's beautiful. And he's locked in. (laughs) He sees it as such a pure art form. The label. (laughs) (laughs) What was I going to say to that? We could go into marketing. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, man. Uh, Come on, man. Let's start a business. Uh, that's so interesting. The stories. Think Tank. Yeah. That's the end goal. I'm not sure. We're, have we mentioned that here? We fucking we surely mentioned it. You. Our I'm end goal. Here. I'm actually. I'm more. I'm more. My actual goal is public intellectual. You can be Think Tank. You want to be with people solving problems. I just want to be espousing my opinion and just telling. Yeah, you but I'll bring you on board. <laughs> and you'd be surely like that's what the thing. Like, you can still be a public intellectual and part of a think tank. They're also hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Cast a suitcaster in a sense. <laughs> I can sit on a couple of boards as well. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, the old act of sitting on boards. <laughs> it's just funny to just be like, I remember like we had to do some fucking projects on um like in grade six like like what you want to be when you grew, like when you grow up board member to at least seven <laughs> big firms i just re- i just read um ultra marathon man by dean carnes about this guy who just ran ultras and i was like started, starting to get into running and i was just like no i'll just be like i'll just run ultra marathons and that's just how i like that's just what i'll do with my life and he's like my teacher was like i really respect and appreciate that but you like I, I don't see how it's a career like like how are people going to pay you for it you're going to need to do something to sustain it and they're like well nah, this guy just wrote a book about it and now he just like tours and tells people about the joys of running like why can't i just do that like, nah. <laughs> so in the end i did like a did a presentation about being a sub-editor I'm like i don't even think that job exists because i was just like oh, i'm really good at finding mistakes in people's writing just finding mistakes like, in people <laughs> yeah and just making it technically correct you could work for like a genetic mutation company just sort of go, like, go maybe like that film Gattaca yeah. when it's like choosing like the, you know getting the perfect baby you just be in there just poking genes like ah you're shit have we spoken about Gattaca no I don't think we have oh it's so good isn't it what a film let's talk about it another time another time it's, it's too big often at the gym I watch the uh, don't go on YouTube and just watch this if you haven't seen the film oh that's the swimming cheating. one yeah okay. yeah you want to know how I did it Anton this is how I did it yeah. never saved anything for the swim back fucking love it fucking and then good. I get under the bench press and I think nah if this kills me <laughs> Fuck yes. It's <laughs> a good way to go, really. Yeah. That's what, yeah. But where was I going? Yeah, careers. I really just, like, even now, it's like, oh, well, like, what do you want to do as a job? And it's like, do you want to go back to go back to uni, maybe, you know, be, be a lab assistant or whatever? Like, not really. I just want to be a public intellectual. So how do I get this job? Just make, like... That's the fucking Lord knows I read enough. I read enough. I'm fucking fully qualified now. This is kind of what the podcast is. Yeah, but you can be a public intellectual and do all this shit. No, I don't want to. Fair enough. <laughs> but like to be a public, you need to have some sort of like, uh, you need a platform. Yeah. Something to, to start off. Wait, here we go. We've done it. You're not wrong. We I actually a am a public. You are a public intellectual. <laughs> you paid it. I'm, I'm so a, call up yeah. your teacher. <laughs> you're a fool. Yeah. Does having this podcast make me a public intellectual? Yeah. Well, I think it makes me a modern day philosopher of sorts. Yeah. I think. I agree. Put it up there. Socrates. Uh, I get asked that all the time though. Like, oh, like, what do you want to be? Like, you know, what, what's your end goal? It's like, there is no end goal. Yeah. I just like, I'm just going to keep doing stuff that I sort of think I enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I used to think it's stupid. I used to be like, oh, what do I actually want to be? Or what do I want to be? Yeah. Like, oh, I want to be like an engineer or something because that's cool. Yeah. And then now it's just like, I don't even actually care what I do. Like, Just day to day. I just exist. And I mean, in, in a lot of honestly. ways, it's, it's, it's a luxury because then 
like how can we really exist like that well because we have very generous parents and like i think it's i don't even think it has anything to do with that you just i think, think it's a fact of like like you know how people always said this and i never believed it yeah like oh you know the job you start doing like you'll never end up doing sort of a thing. yeah yeah like you never know where you're gonna go yeah. it's like no i genuinely believe that now because i don't really care like this is what i see i don't care if i am like an engineer or whatever it is any sort of job yeah like if i'm good at it and enjoy doing it like well that there you go yeah happy days like i'm not gonna be like oh i can't do that job because that's not in the in the small channel of jobs that yeah i want to i want to be yeah why would i restrict myself like that yeah it doesn't make any sense it's funny something something that like uh, that you've you've like made me aware of and like some other things like sometimes like things and like life can be easy like when you're just like it like some things is like it literally just is that easy yeah i don't know like when people are always like uh like people kind of cop like i feel like sometimes i'm being judged like what do you mean you just kind of like work a day a week and just kind of float through you know yeah but like i mean don't you get it like you people's people's lives can literally be like this if they want yeah like you can you can really just work work one day a week and I mean, in certain contexts, you can just survive and you can just use all your other time to pursue the things that you enjoy. Yeah. I've said it before, work, mostly a waste of time. Like, you know, it's just dumb. Like, yeah, mindless work for sure. Like, do I, like, I got this new car parking job at Crown. It's like, <laughs> it's just there. I've had some training in the last week. I'm like, do I really need to do this? Like, imagine just being like, like fucking, I think, again, something I've said before, like, Hemingway like killed himself and like in part because he was like worried about paying his taxes. Like he had a tax debt. It was just like, it's just so stupid. Like to be like, oh no, this guy needs to pay his taxes. Like, no, he doesn't. This is, it's just dumb. Just let him do whatever he wants. Like I'm not saying I'm Hemingway, but I feel like most people, most people are Hemingway in an extent. Like, like they have this like creative self. They have this true self and like they pursue it like six hours a week at most. They're like, no, I've got to spend 40 hours a week telling people where to park at Crown. <laughs> no, you fucking don't. That's dumb. Anyway, that's my, that's my, uh, that's my public intellectual rant right there. Yeah, that's see, I, the thing I don't really, like, I don't really see the point of, oh, I just don't really look at it that way. What do you mean? Like, it's like, what else? Like, it's like, oh, I can be here doing this. This is fine. Like, I'm, like I'm getting things from this regardless that I wouldn't get yeah. from just sitting at home. Like this is a different this is a different experience. Yeah. Right? Not necessarily saying it's like a better experience. But it's like this sort of shapes who you are anyway. Yeah. Like it's funny. Yeah, like I, we talk about yeah, how much we I hate work sometimes. Some, and sometimes great. we like look through we're kinda like we're kinda like breaking the matrix when we're like at work. Well maybe everyone is. Because you're just like I'm not actually I'm pretending to be a guy who is at work parking cars. Yeah. But really in my head I'm just laughing and thinking about other it's stuff. Fantastic yeah but i mean like that gives you i feel like a more like for example if you're like an intellectual of sorts like that gives you yeah, a more a lot of time to think a lot of time to think but at the same time like a much broader like way of thinking yeah you know what i mean it's just another experience i think i just hate being subject to people's will i think i just hate just being like they'll be like oh you have to go over and do this you know like, no like i really don't like you don't understand it. yeah but you the payoff for that is like then you get money and then that money gives you i guess some sense of you can do what you want yeah yeah it's funny like, like thinking, in theory like you could put that money aside and hire a hitman and like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i just think yeah, i don't know i was gonna I, I wanted to say this in the start of the episode i was like when we're like oh we should have segments 
and then I was like, yeah, I was gonna have a little poetry or like a little like a reading, a reading segment. Like, yeah, this is what this is like what I've been reading, and mm. this is what's good. People, if you want to get into some of some of this, I'm like, fuck it. I'm like giving people giving people advice. Literally, just dumb thing. Like, like people just don't want to hear it, or they want to hear something, and then like someone at work asked me, like we don't know each other for two days, whatever. It's training. I'm like, oh, I'm just uh, wondering about some diet advice, like blah blah. blah. Like, how do you lose weight or something like that? Don't eat. Yeah, I was just like, I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to be bothered explaining it because it's like, yeah. Like, you kind of you kind of know already. I was just, oh, I think I said, like, oh, I just keep protein high and cut out carbs and fats to an extent and you'll and you'll just feel a little bit hungry and learn to make peace with that. It's a classic thing. Like, 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 um, that. like I hate uh, someone asked. No, people like asking, you know, Elon Musk, like, oh, like, how do you become, like, so good? And it's like, honestly, if you have to ask, like, you've missed the point. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, but, so... But I watched this documentary about Alexander McQueen <clears throat> the other day, like, the fashion yeah. designer. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're sort of like, oh, wow, how did he... Like, it's, it's it's a good doco because it sort of shows, like, a chronological, like, how did he get yeah, so yeah. big? Honestly, fucking hardcore, borderline. What what a lot of people would say is, the normies would say, an un- un- unhealthy work ethic. But, it, like, you <laughs> just... like. Obsessed. Yeah, obsessed and just work yeah. like like a like fucking hard. Like yeah. he was on the doll to like so he could just to, work to on run, his actual like, shit. No, well, yeah, like on the doll hiding and like he was he had no money. He like yeah. lived in his his like uh, fashion studio and like was putting on all these shows like with all that money and like he had to wear a bag over his face so that people wouldn't see that it's oh that's the guy who's on the doll sort of a thing. Let's take him off because he's not using the money to to live. He's using it like as a business thing. But he'd like just go into places and be like oh. Um, can I have a job? And they're like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, put it this way. Like, I can guarantee I'm better than anyone you have right now cutting cloth. <laughs> and he's going, they're like, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. keen to see if you are. And then yeah. he just does it. Just Easy. a hardcore guy. And then he's running like two fashion brands at the same time. And <laughs> Again, we've said it before on this body. So it's like, the way we talk, you think we'd be a lot more successful than we are. <laughs> God, but that's a thing. Like, <laughs> we, have, uh, we have these really like well-formed ideas. Like, yeah, it's about work ethic or whatever else. I don't know. Yeah, who's to say we're not successful? You went over to America to yeah, sail. Yeah, so <laughs> it was pretty funny that uh, you were talking to that HR person like, yeah. So what have you been doing the last uh, year or whatever? Oh yeah, working on my podcast and professional sailing. <laughs> fuck, that actually sounds pretty good. Be good little yeah, I realized that because I, I was self conscious. I'm like, fuck. I hope like if applying for jobs now, like people mm. will think that I've just like the whole. Yeah. What have you been doing this year? So <laughs> oh well, I've been working part time for 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 finances, but like a lot of my time's been taken like doing that you know, essentially professional stuff. So you just talk it up and yeah. Then I think they realize it's like oh, if you just say like oh, it's normal. Like, this is great. I planned this. <laughs> this is all <laughs> yeah. part of the plan. That's all they want to hear. Yeah. And they're like oh, wow, well, that's pretty joke. cool. The Joker in Batman. She's like yeah, now it's all going to plan. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. I think that's actually such a good point you make. If like yeah, now if I start telling people that like I'm what I'm doing is to a plan, people are like out. Oh, that's why my plan, plan is like just be pretty happy with where you're at and just enjoy what you're getting yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like no, I need to have a job, but I'm like fuck, this is pure and like what's it called? It's just like I'm getting like, even just working in retail. Yeah. So like, I get little things from that like every day, and I'm like yeah, it's pretty quirky. I don't mind it. Like you yeah. learn stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's what you make of it, man. Like, like it's hundred percent I mean, what you make of it. Why bother going to San Francisco when you can just fucking go to a store here? Like, got <laughs> exactly it all right. Got the toothpaste. They got the Italian clothes. Yeah. So anyway, to close that, to close that thread that I like, kind of started. Like, if you if you want to read books, you know, I do it. It's fucking good. If you don't, if you don't want to read them, just fucking. I'm not going to tell you to read them. I'm, I'm going to back you. Life. I'm actually going to be like, I'm going to disrespect what you're saying now. 
own and, and respect your original idea. If you read something you think it's good, like obviously share it. <laughs> I reckon the listeners like I just can't be fucked. Th- fair enough, but like, <laughs> yeah, I gotta respect that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want me to say? What was the last book I read? Don't hold yourself back because you think, oh, people don't want to hear this shit. Once again, this podcast is literally only about us. <laughs> like, you yeah. share book things with me that you read, and you're like, oh, no, wow, that yeah, was good. At the same time, I very, yeah, I very often do just tell people, and I can tell they're, like, not super interested, and I'm just like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm interested in talking about it, so I'm just going to talk anyway. I'm just going to plow ahead. Good, do it. Yeah. Well, not here. Well, not now. Yeah, it's not the platform for it. No, I'm just, I'm just not in the mood. I, I don't respect know what to tell that. I respect yeah. that. Also, yeah. Hmm. Alrighty. This has been a, this has been like a, what do we think of this one? I love it. Yeah? Yeah, pretty good. I'm, honestly, I'm glad we've recorded a podcast. Yeah, true, true. I was almost going to pull out, there was a, a brief moment in that, that period of time where we were trying to organise, I think on Friday or something, like when are we yeah. going to, and like, I was like, fuck, I need to record one, and you yeah. were like, stop pushing me. And yeah, I was I like, s- I was getting closer, no, I'm going to sell all the equipment on Sunday, but I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's been pretty bitchy there, that I sent you that, um. I sent you a voice message for 35 seconds. Did you listen to that voice or not? Yeah, I did in the end. <laughs> it was a bit of a... Then I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to reply to this now. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to enjoy my night. It was a real gripe. Yeah. But I mean, it was something it was something you spoke about. Like, you like you did, you did in fact, uh, talk to some people overseas. And you realised, like, like while you were... Tra- well, I mean, it might have happened while while you were just here. But I mean, it, it incidentally happened while you were travelling. Mm. So now people will be like... You found yourself, man. that's why you've got to travel. And it's just like, no, it's... Don't mistake this correlation for cause. Like it truly was incidental. I could have had this conversation here, and I and then if I was like, see, this is why you don't have to travel, then people would have been like, that's ridiculous. That's such flawed reason. Honestly, people yeah. open your fucking eyes and just be objective. Use your brain for once. In your quick, brain. quick hack for yeah. uh, traveling. Why don't I just hang out with different people or in different places? <laughs> like just go to like backpackers and hotels. And <laughs> pretend you're a traveler. You don't have to pretend. It's a, a fucking state of mind. I get what you're saying. <laughs> but like, yeah. I I will be meeting people from other places. Yeah. That will impart. <laughs> I'll be sucking the you. traveling life from yeah, them. Yeah. I get it all for yeah. free. It's genius. You're you're a, a corkscrew thinker. Fucking leech is what you are. Because I mean, it's one of those ones because you're going to say it's a victimless crime. But if everyone, it's like Kant's rule of rule of golden rule of ethics, like. If everyone did that, then it wouldn't work. And then here's the flaw in that. Not everyone will. <laughs> so everyone, like the normie thing to do is yeah. go traveling. So, yeah. Well, in this one, it's actually not quite that because people do want to travel. People they, people just want to say that they're overseas. So, I mean, you're just taking advantage of other people's but if greed. No one, but if no one traveled, that'd be fine. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm fine. You've got plenty here. Yeah, it's interesting. It's so, kind of, it's it's a bit like school. Like everyone thinks it's normal because people accept the reality they're presented with. But mm-hmm. I mean, you go back two hundred, like probably a little bit more than two hundred years. You go back three hundred years, and you like to a guy, you're like, ah, oh, like a villager. You're like, oh, do you want to travel to the next village? <laughs> no, why? Like literally, <laughs> why would I want to do that? Like, I oh, see something new. Like, what are you fucking talking about? I've got crops to plant. I've got, <laughs> I've got my family here. I've got bus stuff to buy. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. get it. It's just like, why don't you just travel thirty minutes into the city? As opposed that, to fucking far. 30 hours to... <laughs> no, I say stay in your room. Just let your mind just open a book. Well, with your Amazon mind. Prime, you can. <laughs> Literally just like fucking... Yeah. Just take your mind to different places, man. That's a yeah. I don't know to tell you. I'm dead set. I know. You're it's a thinker. All, it's all in the power of the mind. A philosopher. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. <laughs> philosopher. Yeah, man. The big public intellectuals of the uh, last couple of hundred years. Yeah. You got Camus, Sartre, Spencer. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what do you reckon? Wrap it up? 
Yeah, sure. Why not? I've, um, I think it's good. I feel like the, the like usually in the back of my mind when we're doing these podcasts, just for a bit of insight for yeah. other people, I've I've got like a log, like I can feel my head is heavy because there's lots of shit I want to try and get out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to the point where you're like, yeah, well, I haven't down. really got something to back it up. Like, yeah. you know, like when when we realize, you know, you might be done with your thing. Yeah. I'm getting that vibe. I'll I'll chuck something in. Yeah. I'm out of them. <laughs> I'm out of the next is talking about yeah. yeah what do you reckon about the timber of this this yeah, desk or yeah. we get to that stage where like we say a thought and it's just obvious like we haven't put any thought into it it's like oh, I just fucking hate like I don't know I just like what's something that we can just be like oh I fucking hate like travelling and then someone will be like oh yeah like, me like, too oh, yeah why and then you'll be like oh actually oh, you know come to think of it it is actually pretty good and then you're just like yeah right so I haven't put that much thought into it the important thing for me is we got that gag out there about me being a philosopher I know it's my good. brother will appreciate that because whenever I'll just send him some like stupid message, like it'll be like six paragraphs long. I'll just be like me complaining about like why people don't go through traffic lights, like when they clearly can. <laughs> or just like something that is like really just petty and just stupid and just like a guy who is so angry at society and can't exist. Oh. And Jim will just be like, hey, you're a modern day philosopher. I've sort of got something to come up with. Oh, no, I don't go on. I don't know. I say, I say after this we go, do you want to get... Do you want to get some food after this? Yeah, potentially. We're not particularly hungry. Yeah, it's cool. we'll, uh, let's wrap this up now. No, you were going to say one more thing. I might just touch on something and maybe I'll, it will remind me to talk about it in the next episode. Yeah. But just big science. Just pretty much like... <laughs> I, and this is something it? I think you tell me that your brother says. Like, <laughs> no, it's like if there was a better way to do it, like if it was wrong, like would there be another way? He says that as a joke. He says that ironically. He doesn't really believe it. He, but yeah, but go on. I hate that. Huh? I actually just don't subscribe to science. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really just like nothing is final. You don't, you don't subscribe. You and I, we neither of us subscribe to common knowledge. Yes, you, you know, exactly. The, um, the fucking Royal Society, the Royal Society of Science's motto is something like, "It's take nobody's word for it." Fuck, is what it is. Jesus, that's it's, so it's good. Basically, like, who says? It's like you know, everyone says. It's funny because like what people think is a scientific way of thinking is actually very far from it. People are like, no, accepting the word of scientists, of, of what 95% of people say, that's science. You're like, mm. no, actually nothing is further from it. You must question everything, you even when it. everyone's saying it. 100%. Like, going to the races any year before this one, right? Yeah. Like, it was normal. But now there's heaps of protesters. Why? Because Melbourne Uni published something and, and Facebook advertised it for days that, you know, apparently X amount of horses have blood in their lungs and shit and, yeah. bl- and bleeding in their mouth and lots of gruesome photos. Yeah. I've been to the races. Horses? They love it. The best. <laughs> it's going to be really funny. But like, seriously, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, why would I just believe that straight away? I've never seen it myself. Yeah, Not to say that it's not true, but it's just like, it annoys me that everyone just sees that mm. and says, and, and like the fact that they use these, like, I don't know, just, it's a, it's a cop out. Like, people want to protect like animals these days. Yeah, maybe. It's a thing. Honestly, I, in, in, like, I, I don't think I'd go to the races. I think horses? Nah. I'm, I wouldn't go as far to say I'm morally opposed to it. It's very, well, maybe I am, because it's very easily to be morally opposed to something when, like, you don't get any enjoyment out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, like, it's a bit like people being like, oh, like, X, Y, Z should be changed. Well, yeah, of course, it should be changed. Well, it's easy if you don't have a stake in it. Yeah. If it's your livelihood, then you obviously, it's a lot harder for you to be morally opposed to it. But for me, it's like, what is any potential enjoyment I get out of it? 1%. How opposed am I to it? Yeah, probably about 1.1%. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. 
I think it's just people that see one thing and then be like, well, that's it. That's the truth. Yeah. I think, like, like honestly, even I, I've said it so many times and it's one of my biggest gripes. Global is, warming is a hoax. Yeah, fair <laughs> it's just this whole fucking keep cup coffee cups can't be recycled bullshit. It's just not fucking true. And yeah. honestly, let's get Anthony Payne on here for the next one because, like, they, they just fucking can be recycled. It is as simple as that. The coffee cups? Yeah, they fucking can. Yeah, They're like, ah, oh, but the plastic. And I'm like, yeah? Like, what do you mean? Like, the, like when I said about the plastic bags at supermarkets, I'm like, they didn't get phased out because of public pressure. They got phased out because I reckon some big conspiracy where the supermarkets just like wanted you to do more and more work and they have to supply less and less. And also then you have to end up buying plastic bags. Like rather than, because I was like, in my in my argument is no one has ever thrown out a plastic bag. I don't, they, they have far too much utility yep. for people just to bundle them up and throw them out. Plastic bags are not single use. How many, yeah, is, is, is the crux of what we're saying <laughs> here. Said. They are simply not single use. How many times have I been in someone's house? Like how many different houses have I been in? Like maybe a hundred. And I've seen like no one in any of those houses have throws out plastic bag you will see and people might say oh yeah but you put your rubbish in and then throw it in the bin well there you go there's two fucking uses for it yeah just right there i just don't think you can just put your rubbish in the bin you're like what's going to happen if people will just end up buying bin liners like literally the same fucking thing except now i have to pay for it and now i have to fucking remember to bring bags with me to the supermarket and like one thing you don't really want is biodegradable bin liners <laughs> like it's ridiculous but yeah. you said like there's so many uses like picking up dog shit now it's like well now i get i get other plastic bags plastic it's just inconvenient you know what i mean it's the, it's the the net effect is the same there are the same amount of fucking plastic bags in circulation <laughs> yeah. except now someone is buying is selling is fucking creating them and making me buy them but now they be- almost do become single use i'm buying a plastic bag Four to days. use as a bin liner no, i'm buying a plastic bag to pick up dog shit as opposed to yeah. i got a plastic bag because i was carrying my groceries home. you're saying that now plastic there, bag is green bags again. in existence as yeah well. and there's that whole thing yeah, of like oh you've got to use a green bag 123 times to offset you know the carbon and water use right yeah. Well, if you use a plastic bag twice, does that just pretty much jump up to 146 or something? Yeah, 246, rather. Yeah. Like, honestly, and who keeps a fucking green Who's bag Who's keeping that long? a fucking tally? <laughs> yeah, exactly. People just like, for me, like if I leave a green bag at someone's house, or it's, I, I literally have thrown out green bags. <laughs> yeah, I've, it's like... You're a dog, mate. <laughs> yeah, because you, I've, gone to okay. a bar, I've gone to a barbecue, like, you know, somewhere, like at a, at a, in a park, and I've got the green bag, I'm like, I don't want to carry this home. This is fucking useless for <laughs> me now. Dog, an empty bag, it's funny. An empty bag is very useless. It is it? fucking useless. Yeah, I threw like, it out. Wait, if, wait, you a humble, it? A humble plastic <laughs> bag, funny. right? I could just crunch Crunch up and put it in my pocket it's funny carrying the bag carrying it home like why did i take this i didn't need this exactly that's the thing like (laughs) i've i've i agree i've never thrown out a plastic bag i'll just put the plastic bag in something else (laughs) yeah that's uh, that's so funny but yeah something that uh chapel chapel said that he wanted to tell us like this was like a month ago you know how we're talking about how like new cars people say they're good for the environment and we don't buy it yeah chapel's like yeah apparently like over the car's lifespan like 90 percent of like the emissions like that are that it is responsible for is at the manufacture stage like when when you're building it that when you're building the car that's like so many times more bad for the environment than just the like the petrol output that you're putting in the car yeah which is like i'm like honestly i kind of buy that because again people like no you can't just use your gut you've got to look at the research because like these cars they're good for the environment but like my gut says having something new and throwing something else out like that seems like diametrically opposed to sustainability it's true fucking i'm gonna keep driving i actually i say this sometimes when i like i have one beer or i'm in a very excitable mood 
and like some of my other friends call me out and says like this is so fucking untrue and i'm like oh if i won the lottery tomorrow guys there's nothing about my life i'd even change and like shut up that is so fucking false you're always complaining about shit and i'm like no but i love to complain like if, i like, love to complain if yeah. someone offered me like like my dream car i was always like looking at mustang mm. i was like fuck if someone offered me like a mustang now i'd be like I don't know what to tell you. I just want to see where this camera goes. It's 28 years old already. I just want to see whether I can crack that 50-year mark. I'm the same with you. I will never throw out my car. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, and, unless it is like, undrivable. Unless it's, it's such a... like, I will not stop driving my car for any reason that yeah. I can no longer physically drive it. Oh, I'm going to foreshadow this year. This is a cool idea I've got. I'm sure people have done it before. Um, when my car... When I really finally am ready to get my car, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a road trip like around or like... And it's going to be one way. And then we'll organize it so that I'll just post on Facebook and someone can just message me. Like I'll post on Facebook before I go saying my car is going to be in Cairns. If you ever want to do a road trip, Cairns to Melbourne, but you don't want to have to do the shitty part where you have to drive back, just fly up. I'll give you the keys before you leave. You just find my car. I'll tell you where it's parked and you just come back. And at the end of it, if the car makes it, oh, you can what if it. they die halfway? Huh? Well, and I that's mean, your that's problem. They took. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, that'd be a really cool way to do it. Cause like my car is probably worth, zero dollars even my brother's car also worth zero dollars i mean eventually we're gonna have to what a what a great way to send it off with a road trip and then you just get out of the car and like you literally just park you like free car for anyone (laughs) we yeah you can always just put the keys in it you just give it to someone (laughs) go to the salvos while you're here's a camry (laughs) and then just like yeah i'll just get an uber to the airport (laughs) i just think it'd be really fun to just park it like in a suburban street like because how long could it be there for weeks before you don't want hoodlums to take it yeah, but you just park in a quiet suburban, nice can. That's where the hoodlums go. <laughs> why? Why would you go get it? Yeah, I think it'd be a really funny experience, like just handing over the keys to someone that you don't know that well. Because like, mm. I mean, on Facebook, you got people you don't know that well, mm. and then there, it's you just like there. this ultimate human trust. And then you're just it's, like, yeah, if you if you just go to this obscure address, and they'll just get out there, and like this is just a suburban street. It's like, yeah, just walk down, you'll see the car, and then they just get in and just start driving back to Melbourne. Well, that'd be really cool. I love it. Yeah. It's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not going to say, but I think I'm done with it. I think I'm gone. I'm out of ideas. You think you're done with the potty? Yeah, I think we'll leave it. Yeah, I think we got a, we got a little second win there for a little bit. We rode that for a couple of minutes. Mm. I think it was just us perhaps outrageously saying, I don't know, just questioning the status quo. I you really think to. the ultimate science is take nobody's word for it. Oh, this is one little story that I wanted to say. At, at my 20, like, we didn't have speeches at my 21st, but... If I did, I would have liked my parents to tell like maybe three stories about my childhood mm. that I feel anyone could kind of like nod and be like, yeah, I, Alex makes a lot more sense to me now. Yeah. Or maybe I think that these stories are like conserved in my character. And it's like, that's not necessarily true, but that's what I want to believe about myself. Mm. Anyway, here is one such story. Dude, give us one, leave the two for the next time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, ah, that's a good little fun. Yeah, yeah all right. I like it. Um, so, oh. I was probably... What? No, please go. I was probably seven, and yep. we were in Sydney, like for a family holiday, and like we're seeing my auntie and stuff like that. And we went to the revolving restaurant, uh, tower. Yeah. Have you ever been in there? No. Yeah, it's like really nice. But when you're up there, like such as the technology, it really does look like just the window part is moving. So like if you think about it, it sits like this circle here, mm. and then like around the edge. There's a little thing here. Ah, so the and window so, stays so stable. Big, yeah, yeah, the window stays stable, and it's like a, it's like a lazy, lazy uh, Susan mm. on a table. Like it just spins around very slowly, while the actual window stays. But like mm. when you're in there, 
it almost feels like an optical illusion because you're like, it's like a screen yeah because it looks like the screen thing is moving and you are staying still because obviously everything in your frame of reference is staying still mm. and i think i was six i think i was just in prep or year or grade one grade one probably and in my head i was so i was so hung up on this thing that the window is definitely moving and we're staying still mm. which doesn't make any sense because like people would realize right people would be like hey the view isn't changing yeah but like maybe it takes too long for them to realize but even still i'm looking out and because you're rotating very slowly like obviously you're not fucking <laughs> spitting around like, <laughs> hold on to your seat you're moving so slowly like you can't really notice your view changing and you can't and all you can see is like seemingly the glass moving mm. so i'm like everyone in this restaurant is wrong except me everyone who's ever come to this restaurant is wrong except me and i'm like and to prove that i'm gonna sit here on the edge because there's like a little ledge mm. so you can step up kind of so you're almost like in a little just a little basin thing anyway so I'm like i'm gonna sit on this ledge here and i'm gonna look out the window and the view is not going to change and like i will have gone around um yeah i, I will have like gone around the whole restaurant because i'm sitting on the ledge with the thing and like i will have gone around anyway like what ended up happening i was like sitting there and like my family drifted off and i'm like yeah i'm moving away from you you aren't moving away i'm the one who's moving and then like i was like sitting there for like longer longer and i was like yeah wait a minute like this view isn't changing like i'm the one who's definitely staying still and like my family is now over there and they are looking out at something over there mm. and i was like i refuse to concede i'm just gonna sit here until they come back around and so I did. And I, and I was like, yeah, I took a little tour of the restaurant. But really, hey, it's like you traveling. Everyone just kind of came to me and I sat in the one spot. That's perfect. Yeah, because families had passed by and they're like, eh, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, hi. And like, they're only there for like a minute. So I was like six and seven or six or seven. So they thought it was cute. Fuck, I love it. Yeah. I, I always say like the next next two episodes as well, just another one of these stories. We get a better idea of who Alex is. <laughs> and really just give the... Give the psychologist out there something to think about. But yeah, I guess like the moral of the story for me is at least it's like Good I area. assumed everyone else was wrong and that That's I was right. Port of call. And that I wanted to prove something in particular. And then I realized I was wrong and then I didn't back down. Done. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Done. Done.